Hello and welcome to the Stellview Auto Show. I'm Sean Smith and I'm joined by Sam Green. Hello. Now this podcast is only four, four days late, Sam, because uh, we, no. we had some technical difficulties. <laughs> we certainly did. Yeah. Uh, this is about the fifth attempt yeah. as well. So, uh, but you know, I'm just checking the OBS bars. They're they're both working. Uh, yep. You can hear me. I can, I hear, can you. hear you. There isn't a five second delay like there was on Saturday. We're good. We're, we're, we're no, here. there isn't. No, we've made it, people. Congratulations to us. Congrats. Right, Sam. Yes. IndyCar. IndyCar. It's the the season's finished. 2021. It's uh it's been a good a good year, as we always say whenever we talk about IndyCar. Um, yeah. And um, it's time for some season review. It certainly is. Um, now, I've, I, yeah. I don't, you Have you watched all of these races? I, I might have missed one race, but I basically watched the whole thing. You see, I think I missed a few, a handful, but I've seen most of them, certainly all the road courses I think I saw, and obviously Indy. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, so, I mean, these days with IndyCar, you don't have many overall races. So, uh, that's what I mean. I think I missed a couple of them, but most of them I got. Hashtag bring back Fontana. But uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's a real hashtag or not. I've just made it up. Um, but, uh, we'll anyway. put it on the social media when we post it. Yeah, definitely. Um, we'll so today fun. we're just going to be talking about the, the, the 21 season. Um, talking about the sort of key, key mo- I suppose key moments we can think of. Uh, who did well, who didn't do well, who we, what we expect from next year. And all that jazz, really. So, uh, let's start by who? By spoiler alert, who won it, Sam? It was won this year by Alex Palou Alex, from Spain. Indeed, the first Spanish driver to win an IndyCar title, which is initially, initially I thought oh, that's quite surprising. But then you consider that Fernando Alonso was the first Spanish F1 champion, and a lot of the younger kids sort of sort of they weren't interested that interested in cars before Alonso. They were sort of Spain, yeah. Spain was more of a, a bike country, I suppose. I was gonna say it's, it's always been bikes, really, hasn't it? And yeah. I was surprised when I heard that Alonso was the first F one like, Spanish champion as mm. well. Um, but could, because you just they're synonymous with being fairly successful in sport, generally yeah. speaking. And when they do have drivers at good at high level like Polo or like Alonso, they tend to be quite successful. Yeah. So you just assume they all are, but there's actually not that many of them. No, I mean, you think of it these days, since Alonso, we've had, I mean, before Alonso, uh, Marc Genet, I suppose, was the biggest. I was Genet. He's probably the biggest but Spanish. Spaniard. That's probably it, really, isn't it? Um, um, Luca, well, he's Italian, never mind. Um, yeah, Badoa was yeah, Italian. Uh, no, I can't think of many. They're probably uh, then, loads from the, like, the 80s or 90s or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's always going to be a few, isn't um, there? But since, um, other, then, since Alonso, we've had Jaime Alguasuari, we've had um, Carlos Sainz. Yeah. Uh, so even then, there's only two. Yeah, that's an F1. And then obviously beyond that, we have Alex Palau, who yeah. I first saw him back when he was in F3. So that was a good whew, five, six years ago, I think now. Uh, we saw yeah. it, I saw him at Silverstone. It was a, I mean, he was all right, to be fair. He was, he was in... Um, which one was it? It was the Formula Three European Championship, so proper F three. Oh, yeah, yep. pretty sure that's it. Yeah, proper F three. Um, didn't do badly. Came seventh overall in that series. Uh, before the, he'd been in Formula Three for a few years before then, uh, sort of going from the likes of GP three European Open Championship, which is also F three. Uh, GP three, I said uh, Japanese F three, which 
you know, his story goes that he went to Japan uh, in an outer, went to with to Super uh, GC and Super Formula before he's gone to IndyCar. He's 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 made the jump a bit early, uh, you might say, for single seater drivers to sort of give up, quote unquote, on the F1 dream. But is that more? Is well, I, I I first became aware of him while he was in Japan as well. I just want to make that um, I didn't really know him before that, but I was quite impressed with him as soon as I did see him in Super Formula and in Super GT. He was good in in the GT as well. Um, but um, I think maybe it's a more realistic target now, though. Really, yeah. Because if you aren't with one of the big driver academies. It's very, very difficult to get into Formula One. Let's face it; it's very difficult at the best of times. Yeah. Even if you have got a, uh, an academy seat, you got you're just not guaranteed. Um, as a few people that we'll mention later in this podcast probably will find out, um, or have found out. Um, that I think actually it's probably a smart decision. Well, I mean, <laughs> it obviously is a smart decision because he's, like, he's yeah. got he's gone to IndyCar and he's he's won the title. Um. Uh, very well. Yeah, something that another thing that we both heard on um, NBC's commentary, which was a uh, this is his first title, which is yeah a bit surprising. Yeah, we we we're aware of Alex Pelot. We're not. Uh, you first I saw saw him uh, when he was in Super Formula. Yeah. Uh, before and then obviously his first year of IndyCar. I knew him you know for a few years before before then, but I would have thought he'd have won something you know one of the national like the spanish Formula free championship for example i'd expect he came yeah second, exactly he came second in that in 2014 uh that year he also came third in uh european open championship which is you're sorry euro formula open which is basically proper formula free but in yeah in europe uh his other than that he's come third in japanese formula free in 2017 third in super formula in 2019 but that's it he's a uh, yeah, it's, there's it's, been a champion in racing and cars. I think we we said this on our, our first or second attempt at doing this podcast <laughs> um, that he's uh, he's one of those consistent drivers. He's not a uh, sort of he's not flashy as Alex Pelot. Yeah, he gets the job done solidly. He gets the points. He doesn't necessarily get loads and loads of race wins. Yeah, though. I mean that's been the, been maybe that's the story of this season, really. I mean, yeah, Alex Pelot sort of hit the front of the championship, um, and we're like, ah, okay, that's that's interesting. But we're expecting the likes of maybe Scott Dixon, Joseph Newgarden, maybe definitely Colton Herter. Um, yeah, we expected them to sort of like get all the the wins and push you know, sort of, yeah, yeah push on from him. But no, he uh, he proved certainly me wrong, and uh, I imagine quite a lot of other people watching IndyCar this yeah. season. That uh, I don't I don't think there was many people that would have put any money on Palau at the beginning of this season. Definitely not. I mean. Sure, he's gone to Chip Ganassi Racing, but his his pedigree in IndyCar was last year he did uh, 14 races, so I think that's more or less a whole season. Um, 16th overall, one podium, one fastest lap. You know, that's nothing incredible. I say, yeah, and that was his rookie season. So yeah, with Dale Coyne, who are typically, um, uh, shall we say, towards the second half of the grid. Yeah. Yeah, they're not a bad team, no, but they have they've had some success, especially this year. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, they're not necessarily they're, the. Uh, let's put it this way: they're, they're, they're not as big as Penske, Andretti, and Chip Ganassi. Yeah, let's face it. That's that. Yeah, that's that's the move. Move all the politics. It's just a fact. They're not as big as them. They don't have the resources. No. Um, I mean, there's not the... many teams globally that are. Oh, but let's, let's put it this way: Penske own IndyCar. You can't get much bigger than that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but anyway, um, so yeah, he's been picked up by by um, Chip Ganassi, 
for this season. You know, before oh, was okay. good uh, Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, before he replaced Felix Rosenqvist um, at the team, and it was the McLaren. Yeah, for this thing. Yeah, I mean Rosenqvist. I felt he was hard done by being kicked out of the team um, after his season or two with Chip Ganassi, but. You know, when you see the likes of Rosenquist, who has won championships in Formula 3, uh, been race winner in basically everything he's ever done. Formula E, he was a race winner. Mm-hmm. Um, you expect it, and he got, let's be honest, he did get rather overshadowed by Scott Dixon. Chip mm-hmm. Ganassi has been Scott Dixon's team for 20 years now. You yeah. you really would have thought that Pelo would have met the same fate, I suppose. You would have thought, yeah, it was. It would almost be like a Red Bull situation mm. where the, the the second, or in this case, sort of third or fourth driver can't quite match up with the others. Um, just it, whether it's down to experience or skill or whatever it is, they just can't quite get there. Yeah. Um, but um, but no, he did an absolutely stellar job. Yeah, without doubt. All season long, really. I think he's a worthy champion. Yeah, one hundred percent. There, there isn't a lot more to say apart from he, he earned it. He did it the hard way. He did it quietly. He did it smoothly. Did, he didn't rough everyone up um, while making overtakes. He didn't cause any major pile-ups. He just got on with the job. He did a great job. So, Alex, if you are listening, congratulations from everyone here at Stealth Automotive. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. So, but just to reiterate what we were just saying, out of the 16 races this year, hmm. he won three. So it's not as if he was winning every single race it and is, also it is notoriously harder to win an IndyCar than it is in the likes of F1 because, I would agree I because would agree. everyone does have at the end of the day the same machinery yeah if you get the strategy on the day you've got a good shout hmm. um, so yeah I think that's probably worth um, noting is that he, he did have race wins and they came at, um, round one which <laughs> not, is in Birmingham <laughs> Yeah, Birmingham, Birmingham, Alabama. I was it not Birmingham? No, it's not Birmingham, Alabama. Oh right, it's Birmingham. <laughs> okay, uh, he also won at Road America, which is one of the big races. Let's face it, in it's terms my, of road. My classes. favorite track in America. It's a great circuit. Uh, did you know uh, that I, I won that one, well. Sam? Do you know that? I, don't know I didn't know. That, I, don't no. know if, I don't know if I've ever mentioned uh, the fact I won the GT4 race uh, at Road America no. <laughs> in Mussolini. No. no, I'm not. I've never mentioned it, but uh... I've actually, I think I've still got tinnitus from when you won that. <laughs> um, he also won at Portland, which again, quite a tricky circuit. That Did is it a had, tricky and circuit. That was, and he, he actually drove superbly well. Was that there. the street race? No, Portland's the um, the the long straight, and then very very tight right left chicane. Am I thinking of Gateway? You're thinking of either Gateway, I think, which no, Gateway's an oval. Um, Nashville. You're thinking of Nashville. Okay. Um, yeah, because Ericsson won which it. Which yeah. was very, very tight streets. Like it went over a bridge. There was a, so many overtakes I, at Nashville. I, I, I haven't found the uh, the mod for a set of course yet for that track, but as soon as someone does it, I'm downloading that straight away because that was such a cool track. I think I've. Got, I'll send you a link later. Yeah. I think I've got one. Cool. Yeah. Um, um, behind Alex Perlow, who who came second? Was it O'Ward in the end? It, no, it was unfortunately it was not O'Ward. Oh, speaking right. as a Clara fan, it was, but but luckily speaking as a Penske fan as well, it was Joseph Newgarden. Yeah, defending second. champion Joseph Newgarden, second place, but uh, in the end, thirty-eight points behind Perlow. But does that tell the whole story? 
Mm. I don't think it does really, because I mean he had two wins, so maybe you could say okay he had less wins. That's probably why he lost. But it was actually it came down to the last race, didn't it? Yeah, it was a freeway. He he was an outside shot into the last race uh, yeah. with Pillow, of course, and uh, Patricia Award. Uh, yeah. champion, champion of champions, Patricia Award. Um, yep. So, I mean, let, let's talk, let's talk about Award because he he was. If Pelot wasn't there, we would be absolutely raving about Award this season. I'm. Um, I am. <laughs> I think he's had a superb season. Unbelievable. Um, what a great driver! Was, what did he do last year? Award. I think he was. He, he was fairly. I'd say he was pretty solid last year, um, and that was not his. Or was it his rookie season? No, he did. He'd done a part season, I think, before last year, like yeah, 2019. 2019 with season. Carlin, he had one, two, three, four, five, six, well, six races. One he didn't qualify, which is Indy 500, 26th overall. So that's okay. a massive jump up last year, and then yeah. he's pushed on again this year. Yeah, and he's he was the oval champion this year, Paso Award. Yeah, very, very, um, very silly title with the Americans. Everyone's a champion yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They've got to find something, can't yeah. they? But, um, but no, Paso did very, very well and it's uh, it's nice to see McLaren doing well as well because they've put the, the money in. Was he the first McLaren winner this year? Yes. Uh, he was, yes, because he won at Texas too. So he, um, he got a, uh, a prize there, didn't he? Uh, he did, yes. So Zach Brown likes a deal, as we know, um, and he said to Pato, "When you get your first win in IndyCar, I'll sort you out an F1 test." Uh, so he is going to test the Formula One car at Cota. Well, presumably because he's won two races, he gets to do uh, gets to do it twice. Well, actually, I think it's <laughs> I think it's more than a test. I think it's actually an FP1 drive. Yeah, so that's pretty. From what good. I've heard, that is very big. Um, it almost makes Daniel Ricciardo's a bit rubbish, really, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> well, I mean, he sort of, sort of took the he took the air out of it a bit. So, like, oh yeah, eight. the first win for, win for McLaren in single seater racing in what was it seven years or whatever? Oh wait, <laughs> but then, but did you know about the deal for Daniel as well? He gets a car, doesn't he? Uh, he gets he got to drive. He gets to drive an old NASCAR. Okay, so um, that's nowhere near as good then, is it? I mean, it is quite cool because it's Dale Earnhardt's car from like uh, it's a Talladega winning Dale Earnhardt NASCAR, oh, which right. is so it's a bit of a pretty junk, cool. A bit of a museum junkie then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's basically, it's a museum piece. Yeah, um, and he's going to get to test that on an oval, which would be quite interesting. Um, but yeah, Paso Award, what a season! And he's only twenty-two, which makes me feel very old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, how old's Palo? He can't be much older. Palo's sure. 20, Palo's twenty-four. Okay, so he's a couple of years older. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I think he's done very, very well this year, Pato. Mm. Um, Carlton Herter, I was a bit disappointed with, but I he was, actually had three wins. Yeah, I was shocked when it came to the last few races that Colton Herter was so low in the championship that he was. I keep, you always thought you always think he's higher than he is. I yeah, thought... but he had some absolutely awful results. Oh, yeah. And I think that's probably what caused, caused the it's problem. Been a, it's been another year of Andretti sort of disappearing uh, in the middle of the season. The, like, the team, yeah. uh, Alexander Rossi, <laughs> who's had not won a race again this year, oh. um, he didn't get his first podium until uh, Portland, so the third third last race of the, of the season. Um, who else is on Andretti? Um they're the mate. Oh, Hunter Ray. Uh, where did he finish? Seventeenth. 
awful and got Hunter. and uh, has lost his drive since. Which yeah, you know, Hunter Ray was the first champion that I saw when I started watching IndyCar. Um, but um, yeah, Andretti, Andretti is such a a weird team in the sense that they just disappear and they, they sort of like have flashes of like yes, this could be a good a good run, and then they just nothing happens from it every year. Yeah, it is disappointing because they are a very good and very strong team with some very, very strong drivers. The likes of um, Scott Dixon, Colton Herter, obviously. Sorry, did um, you say Scott Dixon? Andressi? I know, sorry. He's, um, <laughs> yeah, not Andressi. Um, yeah, her, but yeah. I mean, they should be title contenders every year, really, let's face it. Yeah. Um, where did they finish? Andressi finished fifth. That's bad. Um, yeah. Like, and they were beaten by Chip. They were beaten by Chip Ganassi. Officially, they were beaten by Chip Ganassi Racing twice. Yeah, that's a bit weird. I don't think that's um, a very good metric, in honesty. But no, I don't really. Um. Anyway, but um. Yeah, I mean, Andretti. Yeah, Andretti are odd. So I think so. Hertz I think, stru- struggled from Andretti's problems, um, but he's. He should have won in Nashville, had he not crashed. He yes, uh, true. That would have given him about fifty points, I think, because they got a weird point system in IndyCar. Um, I think it's fifty points, and that would have put him around the five hundred mark. So that would have put him, yeah, sort of where O Ward and New Garden are. So he would still not have been done it, but I think that's that would have been a fairer reflection. Yeah, I would say I'd agree with that. But it's I don't know. Next, I think Herta. He's, I mean, let's talk about Herzog because he has overtaken his dad in terms of number of race victories this year. Yeah, he's... he did dominate the last two races oh, as well. By a mile. I mean, Laguna he, he is a, a quote-unquote a hurt of tracks. His dad won there and he's now well, won it, there. One of the straights is named after yeah, his dad. Exactly that. So it's... Yeah. it's... It's not a bad place for them. Um, and Long Beach, he always goes well at. Yep. Um, but oh, he, I think he, he, he wasn't, he wasn't touched, was he? Either of those races, he was driven away, just drove away from everybody. He also won St. Um, Petersburg at the start of the year. Yeah, the street circuits, street circuits. He likes. He's, um, he's, a, good, he's a great driver, Herzer. Very good driver. Very very good driver. So I mean, good. anyone who can, re- he came from British British Formula Three. Did you know that he did British F three? I didn't know he did that. Yep, he raced. He was on the same grid as Lando Norris in British F3. Did he win or lose? Uh, he didn't beat Lando. No, he didn't. He did very well. Um, I think he actually won it. Not the year Lando was there, but he did win the championship. I'm fairly sure sure of it. Okay. Um, so that's an interesting little fact for you there. That's a good one. Um, but oh, yeah. Oh, hang on. Is this proper British F3? Is this the the fake F3? Formula Three. I mean, uh, you're it, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 this is for, this is Formula Four, but it's Formula Four. Yeah. Okay. This was now known as GB Three. Okay. Yeah, but they're different. They're, a bit, they're more powerful than what the first whatever. That's just that's, that's, that's an argument we've, we've had many a times. I'm not going through it today because um, no, no, GB as in Great Britain, not Grand Prix. Yeah, yeah. GB Three. Yeah. GB Three is a bit more okay than, okay. than, right. than it previously uh, was. You're allowing that because it's not called F3 anymore. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, we haven't mentioned New Garden. Right. One thing I want to say about New Garden, who came second overall. Um, I think New Garden, when all said and done in maybe 10 years or something, 
I think he'll be a generational driver in the same vein that we talk about uh, Scott Dixon, for example, at the moment, or Will Power, or Elio Castroneves, um, or before that, um, people like, maybe not Al Answer, well, maybe Al Answer, actually, the uh, juniors and seniors, um, the Andretti family. I think I think yeah. Newgarden is working his way towards that. Um, since he joined Penske uh, from he was originally with um, was it Sarah Fisher of Hardman Racing, I believe, Carpenter, oh, yeah, Ed Carpenter Racing, and then Sarah Fisher Hardman Racing before that. Um, so he was obviously Luca Felipe's teammate uh, when he was at uh, CHR, and then he went to Andretti, and he's been winning. He's won now for the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years on the trot. Um, He's not doing badly for himself. Twenty wins already, and he's he's still quite young. Mm. He's only he's only thirty. So he's he, so if if he's if he, if he goes for Dixon's levels, he could uh, he could rack up a few more wins. <laughs> um, but the thing is, he's not finished. I mean, his last few years have been fourth, first, fifth, first, second, second, uh, in in the IndyCar. I think that's if Penske had a bit more. If they were as good as they were a few years ago, sort of the the finish, because you remember there are times that Penske would get one two freeze on the grid, um, yeah, and then just like you'd have willpower, Castroneves and uh, Newgarden or Pagano as well, um, just lock out the first two rows of the grid. That's not happened in the last couple of years, and I think that no, I I have to say that's I was very disappointed with how Penske did this year. Yeah, considering how big they are in the sport, I mean the fact. Ignoring the fact they own it, they're the only car that regularly, only team that regularly runs four cars. Yeah. Um, now I don't really, I'm not 100 percent on how the team championships work. It's very complicated. For, um, I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> no, but, I mean they finished second behind Ganassi, but I mean they've got more drivers than everybody else on the grid. They should be winning that easily. I would have thought, surely. It's very complicated because it's by car entrant rather than the team as such. Oh, which of is, course, right, yeah. Um, which is very odd. I think I don't, I don't really know why it's done that way, but um, Penske, Penske have, you know, when when you talk about in, in football terms, they talk about rather than having a team, they have a team, uh, they have a a collection of superstars. Yeah, going for themselves. I, I feel that's a bit, a bit what Penske's like. You know, Will, Will right. Power, he's been he is a champion now, which is great, and in the five hundred winner. Um he's he historically he was the fastest street course racer in America. Maybe he's not now. Yep. Um Maybe not. You had Simon Pagano, who for his whole career has been a winner. He was excellent when he was back back a long time ago when he was at HPT Honda uh, in the ALMS. Uh, he obviously went to. He's obviously a champion as well, and I think if I, an Indy 500 winner, Pagano. Yeah, Pagano won it. Yeah, twenty nine. Uh, yeah, twenty nineteen. Yeah. Uh, you've then got Joseph Newgarden, who is obviously double champion in IndyCar. Um, has he also won five hundred? I don't think he has. Uh, I thought he had. Um, or is he one of those drivers that everyone just assumes has but hasn't? No, he's finished third uh, in two thousand sixteen for a carbon oh, racing, okay. and then fourth and fifth. 2020 and 19. Uh, no, he's not one of the 500, but he's, yeah, he's one of the drivers who you sort of think, oh, he must have won it. Um, yeah. But 
And then who else have they got in the team? They've, they've had, had Castro Neves, who's obviously very... Uh, great guy, Castro Neves, but he's very sure of himself. He's very confident, that's the word. Yeah. Very confident guy. Um, and, then, um, and now they've got Scott McLaughlin, who, of course, is like the best V8 supercar driver ever, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> he's been, been the champion the last many, many years. It's a, it's a, it's, it is a superstar team in many ways. But that yeah. doesn't always necessarily um, mean a great team. Team. But does it mean more in IndyCar than it would in, say, Formula One, where the team aspect is a lot more prevalent? Where, whereas in IndyCar, they are very much sort of more individual. Yeah, that's true. But it does. When it you don't really get team orders in IndyCar, do you? You don't. I mean, that was obviously the case. This you could equally say that Scott Dixon and Alex Pelot, um in a Formula One instance, Dixon would have been given number one status early. Yeah, hundred uh, percent, and probably have cruised to the title. But yeah, uh, because they'd have had Pelot be his um, rear gunner. But yeah, uh, so it is to the benefit of IndyCar, I think, that they don't. But yeah, I think um, I think you are right. I think they've got all the big names, hmm. and they are almost not resting on their laurels. That's maybe the wrong phrase, but they're not. They're not hungry enough, almost. And Scott McLaughlin isn't experienced enough yet in IndyCar hmm. to be going and winning. McLaughlin did do well. I don't. Think I think he, he did quite well. I don't think he I did actually, incredibly because we're, I because of genuinely about as well. Yeah, I don't think he actually deserved Rookie of the Year. He had a good season, but I don't think I think he kind of lucked into well, Rookie of the Year. He only got it because uh, Switzerland's finest Roman Grosjean. Um, did not compete on the ovals, the big ovals this yes. year. Yeah, and uh, obviously just the Indy Five Hundred is double points. Yeah, well, you get, oh, do you still get points for like qualifying on pole as if it were a race winner? It's something stupid like that. Well, yeah, but also um, even if you discount the um, the thirty points that McLaughlin gained from the ovals, mm-hmm. uh, actually no, where's uh, Portland? So. 39 points he gained from ovals. That would put Grosjean ahead of him. Plus Grosjean had an awful last race, if I remember right. He's, yeah, absolutely diabolical last race. Um, was really unlucky, but stuck with it. Uh, it's so nice to see Grosjean do well. I've been a fan of Grosjean for 12, 13 years now. I met him yeah. uh, back when he was, a, he was a Renault junior back in 2009. Um I met, I met Grand Ambrosio that day as well. Um, that was really cool, Silverstone. Uh, back in the World Series by Renault was a uh, a thing. Uh, they had Roman doing his demo laps in the 2008 Renault, I think it was. Um, yeah, really nice guy. He's obviously not didn't do everything he wanted in F1, uh, but he has found that second lease of life in IndyCar, and uh, he's, well, his results have spoken for himself. Yeah, I think he's he's been... The he's he's my rookie of the year. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I would I would a hundred percent give him rookie of the year. Um, Scott McLaughlin did outscore him, but like we said, there's it's difficult to compare the two completely. Yeah, um, they both scored I mean, um, podiums. McLaughlin scored his first one at Texas. Then yeah. Rojon scored a second place at Indy Grand Prix one. Uh, yeah, Indy Grand Prix Indy 2 and Laguna Seca. That was an excellent yeah. drive. I think that was the, oh, the drive of the season. Yeah, what a drive. 
uh, Laguna Seca for a circuit he's never raced at before no. as well. Apart from maybe so, as well. Apart, well, yeah, apart from yeah, simulator or video games. Um, he's never driven around. In fact, he's never driven around it to the point that when he took the pace car out with a teammate for a filming thing, did you see this? No. Ah, if they took the Honda Civic Type R, which is the pace car, um, for like a filming thing, like it was all rigged up with cameras, and him and uh, who's his teammate this year? This year, I've got no idea. I can't remember who it was, but it was one of his teammates. Um, they went out and basically did that, uh, and he crashed it. <laughs> He crashed the Civic, um, like to the point where there was um, airbags went off. And Ed Jones. Ed Jones, yeah, him and Ed Jones went out and to like for Ed to inverted commas show him around, uh, and yeah, he got it wrong and uh, crashed it basically. Good old uh, Roman. <laughs> true to his form. Um, um, but he obviously has now got that deal with Andretti to go to the number yeah. 28 i believe so if he if he does not get a win next season i will eat my hat i'll be disappointed more than anything else he will i think he should definitely and he's doing the ovals next year as well yeah i mean he did oh, he did do oh which one was it he did portland the last one yeah it was portland that's a short oval very 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 yes. different from a super speedway 100 percent. yeah and the fact that um it, uh, the re that's the reason he did it though because it was a short oval the speeds weren't as high and they have they run more downforce on the car and so he wanted to if he was going to try it that was a, a sensible one for him to try yeah. i think and he, he did he didn't he, do badly there either i mean even even short ovals can be very different from street courses and that sort of thing and, oh yeah and percent circuits Com completely different to what he's raced on for his entire career yeah um well to be fair roman has driven a lot of stuff in his career you know, outside of single seaters, he's drove. He drove Trophy Andros uh, many yeah, years ago. He did... doing that again this winter. Is he? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Which is quite, that's quite cool. What else can I, can I remember? He did. He went did Le Mans, of course. He was a with the, with, with, with the, he crashed a four GT. Uh, <laughs> I remember that. I think he crashed it twice if I remember, if I remember it, but ignore that. <laughs> um, Formula One, of course. Auto GP, GP two. Um, well, did he do the World Series? No, I don't think he did. He did the A1 GP, I think, as well, did didn't he? Did really? he really? Yeah. Okay, that, that would explain Pretty sure that's where I first saw him. Well, I was going to say, in that case, he, he, he obviously knew how to use the boost feature in, uh, in Indy, IndyCar quite well. So <laughs> that, was, that was cool. Um, he's 35. Wow. God, time flies. I would like to think Grosjean could challenge next year, but I don't... I wouldn't bet money on it. See, I probably I wouldn't put a lot of money on it, granted, but I would put money on it. Each way. Top, yeah, top three, so. top five. I reckon. I reckon he's got to top five is target for him next year, hundred percent. He's got some learning to do on the ovals. Let's face it. So it's not an easy step up, but he's in one of the best teams <coughs> with all the experience, with solid teammates to help him. Mm -hmm. To learn those ovals, um, but he is going to a team which is now very. They've got Alexander Rossi, who is you know he's he's good, and he will be getting hungry and hungrier um, for next season if he's still not winning races. But you've also got Colton Herter, who I don't think Grosjean could beat over one lap. No, possibly not. But that comes down to experience, I think, as well, and and even then. 
at times this year, you have to say that Grosjean has looked superbly fast. He's comfortable. And he doesn't, necessarily, he doesn't necessarily have the circuit knowledge yet that Colton probably would, no. having raced in America for a longer period of time. And obviously being American has been to these circuits growing up and his dad racing there and things like that well, as well. Even, even Indy Road Course, I mean, he didn't race when F1 were at Indy. Uh, and obviously the track, yeah. track's changed since then as well. Yeah. Um, but when you get to those big, like, in inverted commas, Grand Prix circuits, mm -hmm. I think Roman was quicker. Well, clearly he was quicker. He got two podiums at Indy. At a small team, um, yeah. So it's... it's I, I hope he can make a step up next year because that would be incredible to see. It would, wouldn't it? It would. It really would. Um, I think he was... Was that their first podiums as well? For Grosjean? I think it was. Well, his team? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Um, it was only a small team, so I guess so. Uh, can't find them on the list. Blah, blah, blah. This, this is great podcasting. <laughs> it really is. Isn't it? Um, oh Dale Coyne. It was Dale Coyne racing. It's certainly been a long time since Dale Coyne. They've had, oh, they've had six victories. To be fair, but they've been racing in IndyCar. Um, I'm looking on the wrong year. That's why I can't find Grosjean. For quite a long time since 1988, and they've had six wins. Uh, so I think the fact that he got a podium this year with the team like that mm. is superbly done. Definitely. Um, in fact, 84 is when they started. Well, it wasn't necessarily IndyCar then, but... Um, was that the Champ Car days? That would have been, yeah, Champ Car. Yeah. Um, oh, Cart. Sorry, it was Cart. Oh, of course, because Grosjean took over um, Pelot's old seat, didn't he? Yep, he did. So there you go, that's... I should, hopefully that will give uh, Dale Coyne some sort of confidence that it's not necessarily the driver as such. It's right, the, the team is, at its core, it's a good team, which is able yeah. to able to bring results. Uh, yeah. who, and, was, um, who else was in that? Well, Will Power, we talked about the disappointment of Penske. He came fifth overall. Most, Will was very, very disappointing, I think, this year. I mean, he had, what, one podium, Sorry, two, nine, nine uh, one yeah. win. One well, actually, win. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll talk about both the Penskys because uh, Marcus Ericsson came sixth. Very good season from him. You know, he's 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 making himself a pretty solid bet in IndyCar, so good on him. I didn't think yep. he could do it, but he's again he's proven me wrong. Uh, Graham Rahal, another solid but but unspectacular season, seventh place. Then we get to the Penskys. So Simon Pagano, three hundred eighty-three points, so one hundred sixty-six points off Pelot, which is just it's too much. And then Will Power, another 30-odd points behind that. So, yeah, almost 90 points. Sorry, 190 points behind Pelot. That's, yeah, as you say, Sam, massively disappointing. Yeah, and I mean, the fact that Pagano, his best result all season was a third. Yeah. was pretty disappointing. That's Power cool. did have a race win, but only four podiums, including that win. Hmm. I mean, both of them very, very disappointing. I mean, yeah, I mean, even you can compare it to New Garden, it's obviously bad, but just for Penske's standard, that is, you know, to be only just in the top 10 is not acceptable. No, it's not, let's face it. McLaughlin's got three um, passes his first year, but. He's a rookie, yeah, you have to sort of give him some slack, and even he managed to get a podium on his first oval race, yeah. which was fairly impressive to, to his credit. He's done a good job to come out of what is essentially a NASCAR. Racing on road courses in America, in Australia, to a 
very, very high-powered, high-downforce single-seater. Can't have been easy. No. Um, so I think he's done very well to be where he is. Closing out the top 10, Alexander Rossi, we've sort of spoken about, another just sort of... Mm, mm, you want him to do better than he is. He's been very yeah. unlucky. He's he's. I think he's probably the least lucky driver in IndyCar. He just can't well, get a break. He him, never him and, wins. Him and never... Felix Rosenquist, I think, uh, and Bordet. I think Bordet does. Yeah, Bordet as well. But uh, certainly recent years, I think Rossi has been the driver that I've seen most that has been leading and then either crashes or the car breaks uh, or he yeah, just main, mainly it's car breaking or a dodgy pit stop or something like that. Yeah. When he was way quicker, he had the pace, he had the the lead. It was oh, Indy 500. It's happened a couple of times yeah. now, hasn't he? He's been leading the 500 and then has had a really a, silly yeah, a bad safety problem. Or something. Or, yeah. Didn't he stall it once? Or so? No, it's fuel. That's right. His fuel didn't go in. Yeah. Oh. He, the fuel the fuel rig didn't work and he basically lost nearly a lap. Yeah. I think he managed to get back onto the back of the field, didn't he? But he went from being from leading to the back. Yeah. Uh, and then while driving, angry, binned it. Yeah. Um, which, again, understandable I think Andre, in that situation. I think Andre, but... Andretti's inter-team fight next year is going to be very interesting. I think so. So behind... I think Rojan's going to put the cat amongst the pigeons. Oh, yeah, definitely, without a doubt. Uh, I think it's because of Roman, he'll be like, Ugh, whatever, man, I'll just go, go, go <laughs> drive, I'll just drive the car. Um, He's loving it as well. That's the other thing yeah, with Grosjean. It's, it's he's clearly really enjoying nice it. It's really nice to see Roman have a smile on his face again. Because he's not yeah, really relaxed. Happy. Since yeah. when, when was the black, the um, not the black? It one, would have been Lotus, yeah. No, when was the last the year the Haas came fifth? Oh, uh, sixteen? Yeah. No, no, it can't have been. Yeah, it might have been actually. Tall rear wing, last year the tall wings. Sixteen. Yeah, he enjoyed. Yeah, sixteen was good. That was a gorgeous car as well. Yeah, that's a point. I, I made the joke to you that uh, Grosjean must have done well in the car because he's driven by just about every Delara that's ever been made uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this century. Um, yeah, exactly. But uh, anyway, behind them we had uh, Takuma Sato. So he's done. That's all right. You know, he's about four million years old, so he's he's doing, he's, he's doing good. Um, Still going. Yeah, Renus VK. Mm, had his first win. Had yep. his first win this year, though, and that was a good drive. It was, and he had another podium at Detroit. But I think a bit disappointing in the second half of the season. Didn't really do anything. Yeah, it just sort of went off after that podium at Detroit. Yep. It didn't really did get anywhere. Jack Harvey. I think Jack Harvey has had a brilliant season. Um, I think he's been up there, isn't he? And again, he's had a few problems which have cost him position. Yeah, his results but... don't show his impressiveness. Yeah. And no, I, I did he get a podium? I don't think he got a podium this year. No, he got he? two no. fourth places. Um, but I think Jack Harvey... arguably had the pace to have podiums at a couple of races. Yeah, I think he was solid. He should have, he should have been higher than he is. Um, I hope he gets a seat next year because I think he's. Yeah. He, I think he can, from the British standpoint, I think he can he can do good. Can Jack? Yeah. Um, at time of recording, he hasn't announced where he's going for next year, but he has said that he's got a drive. It's just not ready to be announced yet yeah um so we'll wait and we'll see think, keep our fingers crossed for that uh yeah. going down going down scott mclaughlin we talked about course, um, Grosjean, we spoke about uh, so yeah pagino moving on to jack harvey's car basically for next mm. year so he's not not, Is that not staying with my head. no <laughs> no uh, with the best will in the world i like my shank but moving from penske to my shank is not a oh no i meant, I, meant I meant uh bordet from jack harvey <laughs> 
Oh, uh, oh no, I mean, um, Pagino. Pagino. Oh, right, yeah, sorry. Um, that's what I meant, yeah, Pagino from Jack Harvey. Yeah, I, I, well, I don't know. I think, certainly in terms of experience level, we have to say it is, but I don't know. We'll see. He's very, yeah. he's a very French driver, is, is Pagino. <laughs> and I mean that in uh, the sense that he... <sighs> How do I get out of this one? Uh, he's... <laughs> he's He's very particular. He likes yes. the car how he likes yes. the car. He he's very digital, on and off. I like I like Pagano, yeah. but I wouldn't want to work with him <laughs> <laughs> um, as a like a race engineer sort of thing. But um, yeah. But anyway, speaking of French people, um, Sebastian Bourdais, sixteenth. Mm, Bit of a nothing year. Yeah, Ryan Hunter Razor has been fired, so that's more less said there better. Connor yeah. Daly's done terribly. Ed Jones has done terribly. James Hinchcliffe, nice to see him back, but only one podium. Um, pretty disappointing, I think. He's obviously going to be moving on. Rosencrist, I think, has had an awful season, and I am particularly disappointed because he is a lot better than 21st in the standings. I, I'd agree with that. I mean, he his did... teammates come third. Yeah, he missed a couple of races, didn't he? That was an so awful crash even... at Detroit. It was a big, big crash at Detroit, which put him out for, a two, for two races. He missed Road America as well. There's the second Detroit Grand Prix. Um, and uh, who was it who jumped in? It was K-Mag, wasn't it, at, Detroit, at Road America? Was, yeah. um, and I think Ollie Askew jumped in for him at um, Detroit from memory because he was already there, yeah, basically. Right. I think he was there coaching and they said, ah, we have a seat that fits you <laughs> because you drove the car last year. Do you want to drive the yeah, car? Yeah, like go. <laughs> yeah. And so they put him in the car, and again, didn't do a huge amount to be honest. But yeah, um, yeah I think Rosenquist has to do a lot next year, but I really hope he can. I think he's better. He's definitely better than that. He should be. If he was a couple of places below award, you go fine. That's good because Pato had a really good season. Yeah. So that's fine. That's about where Felix twenty first is. No. no, he's way out of where you'd expect him to be, let's face it. Especially considering that Elio Castroneves is just behind him and he only did hard, like six races. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, admittedly, one was the Indy 500, it's worth like a 100 points or whatever it is, but uh, uh, Castroneves did brilliantly at uh, 500. I think you want to... I'd say Spider-Man, and he, he's, he's... What a man. He's won the Indy 500 four times now. Yeah. Um, And that was his first race of the year as well. Yeah. <laughs> right, he just came in and just won the Indy 500. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, because it's Castro Neves, he was just like, he was like, oh yeah, you know, if I get a great result, cool. If not, oh well, we tried. He's <laughs> like, yeah. you, you, it's, exactly. the, uh, the only time I've ever seen Castro Neves like upset was at the last race when he got like um, turned in on in the fountain uh, by uh, yeah. who was it? It was by well, I don't know by one of the drivers, um, and he just got really like sweary on the camera. And it was really funny, um, but. No, I've, he's just like the most. I'd love to have a part, like be at a party with Castanevets. Climbing <laughs> um, in the walls and it'd be great. Yeah. Well, just imagine him like at a, a disco or a rave. It'd be brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, we would, we would. Some, some neon lights. It's like, oh yeah, cool man. Yeah, let's let's go, let's go party. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's such a character. Uh, he's of course going to be back to full time next year, which is brilliant. Yep. Uh, back with Maya, Maya Shank. Well, my, then again, Maya Shank has got Castro Neves and Pashano, so that's you know, as a, a as a team. as a light Penske team. <laughs> yeah, they could yeah. they, they could do some damage next year, which could be fun. Um, 
Moving down the order yeah. again. Dalton, Dalton Kellett. Kellett. Nope. Rubbish. No. Uh, Ferrucci, thankfully, Ferrucci. only did a few races. Don't like him, so that's good. Max Chilton, no idea why you're still there. Um, <laughs> y- y- your brother's got better hair than you, and you, and um, you know, nice guy, Max, but I don't know why you're there. Jimmy Johnson, absolute dog shit. Um, I don't know why he's here there either. But Sam, you you're a fan of Jimmy Johnson, so you take. Him I mean, there. I like. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson's done so much in NASCAR. He's seven times champion in NASCAR, um, and then he's decided. Uh, he's he's something like 46 as well, and he's decided that IndyCar is the one he wants to do. Um, yeah, he's almost as old as my dad. Yeah, <laughs> like, would why why I don't get why that's a same height other than a other than a tick in the uh, in uh, on the bucket list to have driven an IndyCar. Um, yeah, I don't really do the see the oval, point. Sam, he's a fucking NASCAR driver, and he's not done the ovals. What's I, wrong with no, him? No, I know that. That absolutely bewildered me. I can't understand the thinking there. Surely, if anything, he has got the most experience out of everybody on the grid of how to drive on an oval. Yeah. Because he's won the seven times. NASCAR's champion seven times. And there are lots of drivers in NASCAR. There's like 50 drivers on the grid normally. (laughs) He's won 83 times in NASCAR. In the Cup Series as well. And that's the top series. Yeah. 374 top 10s. That's more than half his races. Over 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. That's mad. But best result in in IndyCar. Uh, 17th twice at the last two races. He he made... I I saw a couple of decent overtakes at uh, Portland was one. Was the car stationary? No, no, it was a genuine, <laughs> it was a legitimate, it was a late-breaking overtake into Turn 1 at Portland. What's I was like, well done. No, it was a proper, it was a proper overtake. Did they have a puncture? Um, no, <laughs> no, I, I can't remember who it was even, but it was like someone that you went, what? Jimmy Johnson just overtook someone. So that's unusual. Um, but, uh, but yeah, did very well uh, there. Didn't actually get a decent result in the end. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, I, mean, I don't think he'll be back ne- next year unless he's playing for it again. Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson, as much as I don't rate him as an IndyCar driver, very nice guy. I'll give him that. Yes, he, he is. He was, he was a very nice guy whenever they spoke to him on on. Uh, every time they spoke to him on, on, yeah, in an interview, he is a great guy. He's a really nice he guy. He does remind me a little bit of Negan from The Walking Dead, though. I have not watched The Walking Dead, so oh, I don't okay. know. Okay, um, basically, guy with a massive club who like smashes people's skulls in. Looks a bit, uh, looks a bit like him, but uh, we'll we'll digress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then behind them, really, is just the Indy 500 and uh, replacement drivers. Um, nobody particularly exciting, uh, apart from a couple of the F2 drivers who came across. I uh, say, let's talk about um, Lungard and I lot. Yeah, let's do that. Lungard did okay, actually. His his race. Where did he finish then? That was not bad. 12. But he was like um, fourth or something on the grid, wasn't he? Yeah, he was running running well um, until I think he had a small issue, didn't he? But that was a, one of those things, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and then Ireland, he's had, been signed for the whole season next year, hasn't he? He has. He's doing a full season Which, next year, including the ovals. Considering what we've spoken about with um, Callum Ireland in the past, with Ferrari's uh, Driver Academy, that's a surprise. That's a... I think I was very surprised because I was thinking up until i saw the po- the point that he had been signed by Hunkos for the whole year 
he was going to be in either the Alpha or he was going to Le Mans next year. Um, I mean, he still might go to Le Mans next year. We don't know. If there's not a date clash, there's, he's a good chance he'll be racing there as well. Um, I think... Well, I mean, even, even if... Um, uh, what was I going to say? Even if he was going to not be in F1, Ferrari, we don't know what they're going to do with their Le Mans car. Sorry, their, yeah. whatever they call it, their LMDH. Uh, presumably, it will go to America, considering how much presumably. of Ferrari's um, uh, market share is out there. So why is he not taking part in the... Uh, what's, it, what's it called now? Um, what's the Tudor United Sports Car Series called nowadays? <laughs> IMSA. IMSA, that's the one. Um, maybe, I, I don't know, I mean, an LMP2 team out there would, should... Would, would have taken him. You know, obviously Cadillac and that like would not have touched Ferrari's no, well, yeah, guy. But, want a Ferrari driver, but, but, but even, even to be honest, even just to learn more endurance racing, if you can really put him in a GTE team. Yeah. I mean, that's... just to learn the, the process of it and then build up. It's yeah, not I mean, like he doesn't like to drive I mean, fast cars. Yeah. It's I mean, not the, the speed like, he needs to learn, WC, is it? The likes of Sam Bird and um, James Collado and that, that lot, they're, yeah, exactly, they're, they're, yeah. they're almost definitely going to get signed for Ferrari's proper team yeah. because they've it been in course for years exactly it which is ferrari let's face sure. it um but it just makes sense that you you build your drivers up for endurance racing or for grand prix mm. which is a different it's a different style and it it just it has to be because of the way that the cars are and the length of the races we have to um, hope and that, i know we have to hope that callum hasn't been you know uh, on the side, sort of dropped by Ferrari. Be, you know, just because just he is, he is a brilliant driver. Is Isla. He is superb. Um, he's definitely, um, but he's worth more than, with all due respect to Junkos, who won't be a front-running team in IndyCar next year. He's worth more than that, if that's not too rude a thing to say. But no, I get what you mean though. You, what you're saying is like he, he's obviously he's only although it'll be it's basically his rookie year next year yeah. let's face it he's done three races he won't officially be a rookie but he will be let's face it because he won't have driven virtually any of these circuits before no um apart from the last three which will go to again kind of thing um i haven't i can't remember the calendar for next year but long beach is normally the first few races of the year it's isn't always it? there somewhere oh so, um, so that will be handy for him. He'll know that one, realistically. Other than Portland and Long Beach uh, and Laguna Seca, he hasn't driven any of those circuits before. Okay. Um, he's done all of his racing in Europe, so he's got to learn all of those and learn ovals as well because he's going to do Indy, and to get ready for Indy, he's going to do the rest of the ovals as well. We'll see. Um, Maybe he'll he'll do um, like Roman Grosjean's done this year and just star next year yeah i say maybe you'll do a, a frankie yeah be if you'll do a frankie and go and win everything as a british driver oh god no do you know how, how annoying it was to it to like just hear the news clipping of Dario frankie wins something again and you're like oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, i was i wasn't like, watching oh, no, I, I, I wasn't either but i just heard the name Dario frankie it's like oh he's scottish uh, <laughs> and just <laughs> yeah just being annoyed at, at this this person who's related to scott to paul Resto, who i don't like um but there we go. <laughs> yeah, that's um. Mm. Hmm. Do you think Paul Rest is a terrible commentator? Because I do. Uh, Sound off in the comments. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's a, well. He's so boring. He's okay. 
Yeah, that's the problem. Um, who are I think? Mean, are there any other sort of things we need to cover in any car apart from it was just an excellent season? We didn't know, you know, five races from the end, we had no idea who was going to win the title. I mean, going into the last race, it was a three-way into the battle. last race. It was. It was more. It was more. Certain. You'd have put your money on Pelot in the last race. I don't know. Yeah, probably. But I mean, the last two certainly could have gone either way. Let's face it. Yeah. From Portland onwards, it was getting increasingly Pelot's way, but. But he did it so yeah. quietly, and I think that's. Yeah. Very well done. I hope he runs the number one because I'm. I've got a bit of an annoyance with people who don't run the number one when, <laughs> when they're champion. Um, obviously, who's champion this year? Was it Dixon? Dixon, yeah, this year. Yeah, so uh, to be fair, Dixon, Dixon, Dixon does not run the number one because the one time he did, he lost. So and it took him five years to, <laughs> to win it again. Um, there you go. New Garden tends to run number one, so that's good. But oh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, I suppose we've sort of already said what our sort of main hopes and uh, what we're looking forward to next year is going to be. So, I think in general, that's about it. Yeah, I mean, just we talk about the calendar for next year. Yeah, go for it. So they're starting as always, St. Petersburg. Uh, you say as always. I say COVID as always. Allowing. Yes. Um, then moving on to Texas Motor Speedway for the first oval of the year. So round two is an oval. We have got one more oval this year. Do we? Next year. Because we've got Iowa. Well, yeah, next year, sorry. For Iowa Speedway for a double header. So we've got two races there. Mm. Um, so, yeah, Texas, obviously, the Indy 500 in, in May. Uh, and then Iowa double header and the worldwide technology raceway which is in illinois which is gateway um yes so those are the ovals other ones no new circuits i don't think is there there's a couple I'm of returning where's uh toronto's, they're going back to canada toronto's back so that's good we like we like yeah. toronto toronto's yeah they obviously couldn't do that last year or this year nope. um but they are next year which is good uh other circuits it's more or less oh, as it was it's this most year. of the National big American returns. circuits so yeah exactly Long Beach um, is there uh, Barber's there Road Barber's America. an excellent track for IndyCar yeah it is really good for IndyCar Belle Isle Road America as you said Mid-Ohio Nashville I'm, yeah. oh, I really like Nashville I thought that was a brilliant race <laughs> um, <laughs> Portland, Portland and, uh, and Laguna Laguna I thought it wasn't going to work with IndyCar I thought it was too yeah. small I, it works really well. Mm. It's a really, really good circuit for IndyCar. And I thought it was going to be a bit small and they couldn't get the speed up like they normally would. But actually, they're rapid around there as yeah. well. It's really cool to see. Now, let's talk about McLaren taking over 75% majority stake in the team for next year. Will McLaren yeah. have their day next year? I, Speaking as a McLaren Formula 1 fan... And as a Paso Award fan, I hope so. I really hope so. Um, clearly, Zach Brown is committed to it. This isn't just a a flyby to try and do the Indy 500 so that he can eventually put Lando in and he can win it. Um, <laughs> Imagine that. That'd be great, well, wouldn't no, it? We've seen what happens when Lando tries to do Indy 500. He gets crashed into the wall by Sam Pagano. Yeah, Pagano <laughs> crashed into him. 
Um, but uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, um, I think it's a very good team. It seems to be working well. The drivers are good. The team managers they've got there are good. They've got Jarv at the moment as well, haven't they? From mm-hmm. um, Lando's race engineer from his debut year. Uh, yeah, I think it's a good. It's a good team. Go on, um, Go on. put your money on the line. Who's going to win next year? About 150 days before the start of the season, who's going to win? <laughs> who's going to win, win next year? You know what? I'm going to put a one dollar bet yeah. on Pato Award. Ooh, yeah, that's annoying. So who are you going to put your Who are you going to put your dollar on? If Pato Award wasn't racing for McLaren, I would also join you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, looking at who's currently there, I think Herta is the safe bet but i'm you know me sam i don't do safe bets so so um uh uh, you're gonna go for a lot aren't you no i want to say (laughs) i want to say mclaughlin but i'm not stupid but i also want to say joseph newgarden but that's a safe bet oh it's a problem (laughs) i don't know that's gonna do it this episode of the stelby auto show um (laughs) thank you very much to sam for joining me for this one no worries, mate. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Make sure you follow us at Stelvio Auto, at S Green Racing, uh, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and all that jazz. All um, the things. Yes, do that. In the meantime, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Take care and goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>